You've selected a show from the Podcast Jukebox, a DIY podcast network. Welcome to Disability After Dark, the podcast feed shining a bright light on all things disability. With your host, Andrew Gerza. This episode of Disability After Dark has been brought to you by Come As You Are. Come As You Are is Canada's only worker-owned co-op sex shop. Trans-owned and operated, Come As You Are carefully reviews and curates their selection of sex toys, books, and DVDs. Now you can get 15% off your next purchase at comeasyouare.com using coupon code AFTERDARK. Hey there, Disability After Dark listeners, Andrew here. I want to tell you all about a really awesome deal that I got from my friends and new sponsors, Adam and Eve, the number one adult toy superstore. They reached out to me and they said, Andrew, we love Disability After Dark. We love your show. We love what you're doing. And we were wondering if you wanted to run some ads for us. And I was like, fuck yes, I do. But what are my awesome listeners going to get if I run ads for you? What are they going to get out of this? And they came back with a really fantastic deal that I want to share with you right now. I hope you're getting comfy, cozy, and crippled because this deal is pretty great. If you go to AdamEve.com, you can pick out almost any item in the store, almost any one item in the store for 50% off. That means you can get one dildo, one lube, and one thing of lingerie if you want for 50% off. And then, once you get that one item for half price, they throw in even more free stuff. Let me tell you all about it. Okay, so you got your one item at half price in your bag and you're ready to go, but guess what? This offer also includes 10 free items on top of that that other item so you get one free item for penis havers one free item for vulva havers one free item for couples and then you also get six free movies from the adameve.com website you can get your favorite porn or an educational film i love free movies they're so awesome this is such a great deal and then on top of that you also get free shipping. What could be better? This is such a great offer. So to redeem this great offer, what you're gonna do is you're gonna go to adameve.com, you're gonna go to checkout, and you're gonna type in darkpod. That's D-A-R-K-P-O-D at checkout, and you're gonna get one item, almost anything in the store, at 50% off, and then you're gonna get those 10 free gifts, absolutely free, as part of your offer. This is such a great deal, and this is just for you, Disability After Dark listeners, and I hope you run over to adameve.com and take advantage of it right now. Content warning. The language, 
content and discussion found within this episode of Disability After Dark will be explicit. Listener discretion advised. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to the show, friends. Thank you so much for clicking on this brand new episode of Disability After Dark, the podcast feed shining a bright light on all things disability. I am your delectable host, Andrew Gerza, as we shine a bright light on all things sex and disability on this episode. So get comfy, cozy, and crippled, and let's get started. First things first, I gotta give a proper shout out to the people who help keep a bright light shining on all these issues, and I want to give a shout out to the people that support the show via Patreon. So if you're listening on the Patreon feed, you're listening to this episode on Wednesday, and you are getting the show one day early, and you're gonna get a weird shout out for me. So let me pick the person I'm gonna give a weird shout out to today, right now. For today's awkward pun goes to new Patreon, HJ, who pledged $1 a month to keep the show going. HJ, I want to say the initials of your name sound like a sexy thing I want to do to you. Thank you so much for pledging your $1 a month to keep the show going. Your support means a lot to me. If you want to pledge to the Patreon and get the sexy show one day early and a weird awkward shout out for me you can head over to patreon.com slash disability after dark and pledge as little as one dollar a month or five dollars a month whatever you're able to do also as you know we're adding new programs to this feed at some point we're going to do some really cool stuff and i'm working on a trailer right now to show you some of the new episodes and to introduce you to some of my new co-hosts for some of the new programs that I'm putting on this feed. So at some point, we will be expanding the Patreon pay levels to let you subscribe specifically to the the type of episode that you want to listen to. So if you want to listen to our um, movie review show, you can pledge a certain amount. And if you want to listen to our cooking show, that's right, you heard me say cooking show, our cooking and disability show, you can pledge another amount. So we'll be getting that. I'll be getting that up there soon. I don't know what the amounts will look like yet, but uh, stay tuned for that and stay tuned for a trailer to introduce you to the new hosts and the new, um, the my new co-hosts and the new uh, programming that I'm putting on this feed. It's really exciting. I'm really really excited to expand the brand a little bit and to bring some new people in to shake things up. So we're going to do that, and um, just get ready for it. So you'll, you'll be getting a trailer of all that dropped in your feed very soon. But now, on to the show. So just about a year ago, I sat down with the guys from the Gayish Podcast. Mike Johnson and Kyle Getz, who run that show, I invited them on to be on an episode called What Would Happen If You Became Disabled Tomorrow, where I wanted to explore asking gay men what would happen if they became disabled tomorrow to get them to confront their ableism. Since the, the that episode with the gayish guys, I've gone on to do that series with people like Dan Savage, people like Jay Austin, people like Jack Fader, um, a bunch of queer male celebrities that I respect and admire, and I wanted to um, do that with them. So this time, 
I just love the gayish guys so much that I wanted to bring them back on the show and just have a chat about gay sex positions. I wanted to do an episode on gay sex positions for a while now, but I thought it was more fun to do it with with some other people, so I thought, who better to ask than Mike and Kyle to do an episode on whether or not gay sex positions are accessible to disabled people. And we kind of talk about what positions would work for me, what positions I can and can't do. We talk about why I like being choked. Um, we talk about certain positions that Mike and Kyle can and can't do. We chat about um, whether or not we're in our rivalry to be best friends with Davey Wavy because we both worked with him before. Uh, it was a really fun episode, and I just wanted to bring them back and have a chat and really discuss kind of like kind of just talk with other gay men about how certain key sex positions that we're used to as gay men are actually not accessible for me. So that's what this episode is. It's really simple. That's the conversation we had, and I hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, here's my interview with the guys from Gayish talking gay sex positions and so much more right here on Disability After Dark, the podcast feed shining a bright light on all things disability. Mike Johnson and Kyle Getz, hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I am, it, you're, you're back on the show. Hi. Hi. <laughs> We're we, back. You you invited us back, and I'm I, not sure why, but I appreciate it. I did, well, because, you know, I enjoyed our conversation last time, and, and yeah, you me know, they're fun, and I wanted to do an episode today where I talk about gay sex positions. So I thought, who better to invite on the show to talk about gay sex positions than the guys from Gayish. I was like, it just it, makes sense. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. I do gay sex positions. Yeah. <laughs> so I want. Wait, to can I can I ask a question first? Yes, you totally are, can. Are we fighting over who's better friends with Davy Wavy? Because uh, since the last we time fighting? we were on your show, like we went to a sex hotel with him. You like filmed porn for his show. Like, I. Do we can? Do you want to fight about it? No, yeah, I do. I've been wanting to get a rival uh, rivalry going between a podcaster because uh, I want to be the new Azalea Banks. So okay, fine. We're officially fighting. I don't know. It's official. We're in a fight. We're in a fight. Okay, um, good. I mean, Ooh, angry gay sex. There's got to be some good positions for that. Uh, uh, well, I mean, my one position is dead turtle, so. Uh, <laughs> So, like, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I want to ask you both, like, what what is your favorite go-to solo sex position? So if you're just getting off with yourself, like, what is, what's your go-to sex position? Oh, um, you, like, like, masturbation, you mean? Yeah. That's what solo means. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Probably just on my back. I, I'm yeah. I'm super boring when it comes to like masturbating because I'm like very. I do the same thing every time. Like yeah, lay on my back. My computer's on my stomach. I need one hand to do computer, one hand to do dick stuff, and the only like, and then sometimes I just have to clean off the back. Remember to clean off the back of my computer <laughs> before I take it anywhere. Part of me is turned on and the other part of me is like, oh, oh, that's so much work. Yeah, that's that's kind of my MO. Like 
disgustingly sexy. That's my. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to go for with my brand. But I mean, okay, so so that's uh, I, and I want to review each of your like solo sex positions to like talk about how whether or not they would be accessible. So, Mike, when you're on your back, yeah, jerking your meat, yeah. <laughs> Mike Johnson. <laughs> oh wow! I forgot yeah. that was your last name. So much yeah, more right. sense. That. So yeah, when you're on your back jerking your Johnson, um, and we found the title of this episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? So what? What? Like what other positions are you in? So you're in, you're on your back. Are you? Uh, is your hand like cupped over your junk? Like what's? Oh, well, so uh, I'm cross-dominant. <laughs> no, that's not really You're right. You're ambidextrous? I'm ambidextrous, that's right. I'm cross-dominant. Um, Did you forget who you were and who I was? <laughs> yeah, sometimes I do that. <laughs> okay. We, we spend we too much time. Together. We're in quarantine yes. together. So. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, touching um, your tongue. Yeah, and, um, but uh, I also, like, nipple play is a big part of my, like, masturbatory routine, and so I alternate hands uh, for, like, one on my chest, one on my junk. Swap okay. back and forth. I'm just trying to think of like my ability level, and I have no dexterity whatsoever. So any kind of like, I don't think I could grab my. I don't I don't think I could grab my nipple and hold my junk at the same time. Um, yeah. That just wouldn't be possible for me because of the muscles in my hands. Like it would be, and it would it would involve way too much coordination. My brain would be like, "How do we do all this? We don't know how to do all this and be aroused at the same time." And try to get off at the same like it would be too, way too much work for my brain to handle. But uh, um, so do you, are your are your nipples sensitive at all? Like, is that it, would that be something that you would pursue, or I, is it I, just like who cares because they're they're dead to you? I do enjoy. <laughs> they're not. I do enjoy my nipples being abused. Really, I'm I'm quite happy with. Ooh, wow, <laughs> I like my nipples being very much hurt. Um, oh. I'm quite okay with it. Wow, I. I ha- there's nothing there like it does absolutely nothing like some people like start doing that during sex and I'm like kind of want to go along with it to be like uh, yeah you might like that but like it's absolutely nothing your mind are like precious jewels you have to treat them nice <laughs> don't upset them so okay but what is upsetting them like uh, not not too much friction not too much like I don't like it to be painful like it's oh, a it's so a very boring and painful is so fun yeah, and so I and I know that's a thing for a lot of people that like like pain is a is a really important part of their their pleasure circuitry. I just don't happen to share that. Okay, okay. So when you're playing with your nipples, then like, what is your solo nipple? What is the speed? Is it like a nice tweak? Is it like a nice like? Flick? Are we really like only three and a half minutes into this show? I don't even know what's happening. Like, <laughs> I just. <laughs> Yes, we're, we're on the video. Mike, can you tweak for us? No, can we watch? no, no. <laughs> I, I, I can't. So I have friends. I have friends who know this about me and like in public places will like touch my nipples, like grab them through the shirt. Fuck you, Kyle. Don't you touch me. Oh, my God. And, please do it right now. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, I don't like and it's because they don't understand like it like for my for my erogenous experience, like you might as well be touching my dick in public and like. It really, like most of them, I've given them a firm boundary that they now don't cross. But uh, uh, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a problem. Oh, because for me, I get for me like maybe it's, maybe it's because I'm disabled. Maybe it's because I just like my nipple. But like it's a very erogenous spot for me, and I 
have discovered in working with sex workers who have basically given me no option but to enjoy what they're doing to me because why not so um i've just discovered that it's something that i really enjoy when it's when i'm hurt in that area mm-hmm. because i don't know it's it's hot and that's something that you are not able to do solo so it's like a uh, a fun treat that you can give yourself. Yeah, if someone else does it. It's a fun three hundred dollar an hour treat that I can give myself. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then so okay so nipples, uh, and also then with Kyle with the computer, I don't know how I would do that. Like trying to angle the computer on my body and then also trying to like get off at the same time. Yeah, and I and I am like yeah using like one of my hands to like change video i'm like a, a a jump i jump video to video and so like yeah i'm like using my hands to like change the video on the computer other hand on dick uh i've started to uh use like butt plugs and stuff more often so that's like the only i feel like super boring um as a masturbator <laughs> but that's like the most exciting thing i might do is like put in a butt plug but then i just like put it in and it chills there while i do my do my dirty i mean <laughs> For me as a disabled dude, like the whole idea of a butt plug, that would involve like another person. There yeah. would need to be discussions. There would probably need to be the safety waivers like signed. Things would things would yeah. go down that like again, I'm I'm just highlighting like the freedom that you have to just shove yeah. a butt plug is not something that I really have access to. So yeah, yeah your 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 disability would prevent that. And I'm curious, are like are there is there access there? Like could you find somebody that would do that? for you if it's what something you wanted to pursue is that an option it would be super i've asked sex workers that i see if like hey can we like try this or can you fuck me or can you finger me or can we try that and they're all like oh yeah that's complicated and it's something they don't want to it's that they don't have any clue on how to navigate the fact that my muscles are more tense or the fact that like mm. if they insert anything even if i'm enjoying it my body's reaction my body's first reaction will be like I'm going to tense now. And mm-hmm. so like, I don't know how to calm somebody down about that because I don't know how, what that would feel like. So I can't be like, Oh no, it'll be nothing. No big deal. It might be weirdly traumatic. And I don't know how to say, I want to explore that with a, with a person. It's been a really tough conversation to broach. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, to like illuminate your point, like um, it's not something I think about too much. Um, and if I do like use a butt plug, it's lube it up, lube up my butt put it in it's a you know can be a 30 second affair um and and that's just such a contrast to what I you're feel talking like about. that's a really it was a really salient point but it was overshadowed by the minute you said 30 30 second affair i was like oh that's a porn video right there <laughs> okay wait to clarify that's the start to finish process of getting it up in there then then it's at least four or five more seconds then, <laughs> then i go for days sometimes i don't even drink water shit you better drink water now coronavirus is real. <laughs> are we ending this by jerking off together is that what's happening i mean do you want to i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to put a block, a divide between Mike and I. We don't do that stuff together. Yeah. I feel like maybe that's not true. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. We, we like, yeah. Mike and I have literally never hooked up. One time we were at a bar in New Orleans and uh, we were seated back to back with a chain link fence between us because it was this weird, like dark bar that was really seedy uh, called the Rawhide. And 
Um, so I'm sitting on this platform. There's a chain link fence, and then Kyle is sitting with his back to that fence, like directly behind me, like less than three feet from me. And this guy, like, is like pulling my pants down and like starts giving me a blowjob. And I turn around, like, oh fuck, that's Kyle. And I immediately, like, <laughs> this poor guy, I kind of like grabbed his hair and pulled him away from my crotch and like zipped up. And I like, I really had a freak out moment because I was like, that's a that's a hard that's a hard boundary. It's a hard Kyle pass. No, like, well, that's great though. It means that like you, it means that your working relationship isn't like just overshadowed by weird emotional sex things it's, it's yeah. a, probably a good thing that you're doing that i mean yeah. it, no weird emotional sex things are very much a part of our relationship <laughs> just not with <laughs> each not other with, yeah. <laughs> yeah that is that's fair that's fair <laughs> um, um but well i was just thinking like mike talking about like a spontaneous blowjob at a club i mean going back to is that something that you have access to that not i mean first of all i don't really go to clubs because clubs are not yeah. accessible in the least the last club i went to was in hollywood before the world blew up i went <laughs> to hollywood for where the the show was nominated for an award and yeah. I went, how was that yeah. trip by the way it was on social media and all of that the trip was ridiculous because we didn't expect to go and Queer tea is great, and I love them, but I really wish they would give us, had, would have given us more notice that there was a party. They, they literally sent an email out 10 days before the party, and I was like, well, I can't go because you didn't give me enough notice. So then I told my mom, and she was like, where is it? Hollywood? You have to go. We're going. And so <laughs> within two hours, we had to go fund me, and we had raised, like, within a week, we had two grand, and we, like, went... And, did, and it was, like, a really fun trip, but it was, like, if you're going to nominate a disabled person in, at an award show like this, think about things like, you know, letting them know earlier. Think about things yeah. like, you know, maybe having a ramp at yeah. the event. Should they win? Yeah. And I didn't win. But it had I, like, I knew I didn't win the minute I walked in there because I was like, well, there's no ramp. <laughs> yeah, these yeah. stairs are not conducive to me accepting this award. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I mean the yeah, trip. Yeah. The trip was great. Hollywood is not some somewhere that I think I would want to hang out a lot because it's just really it's really crazy there. Like it's really it's nice, but it's also really seedy. And I was like, oh, okay, like yeah. I, I get it, but it's not something that I it's not a place that I would want to hang out. I, I think again, um, it was cool to stay at the Hollywood Roosevelt though, where like celebrities were, yeah, and have been, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you run into anybody famous while you were there? I didn't. I, we may or may not have seen basketball players from some LA team. I don't know because I'm not a sports guy. I was like, oh, maybe yep. you are. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you were the most famous person there then. Yeah. I mean, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and I was also quite pleased that the last night we were there because the room they had given us was the accessible suite and was not really accessible at all like when we got there we had to move things around things were just not accessible at all and so i went with i went and i spoke to the manager and the manager was like okay let me take you up to the penthouse do you want to see like the penthouse i was like sure and so we looked at we saw where like brad pitt got to stay i got to like walk around and then at the end of the tour i i texted her and said like hey just gonna throw this out there and you can say no if not can would it be open for the last night we were there? And she goes, well, actually it is. Did, did you want to stay there for a night? And we were like, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> so I feel kind of 
it's gay related that I sort of got to sleep in the same room that Brad Pitt surely has fucked somebody in. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Great. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, but to answer your broader question, yeah, the last time I was in a club, I was there. And so the amount of people that were at the club, like there's no way that somebody could like could realistically pull my pants down in the middle of a club with a crowd of people and try to like give me an in-club blowjob, which is really hot. And if we ever get to go to clubs again, um, that would be great. And somebody, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God, what if clubs are never a thing again? Oh, my God. oh it's just it's the end of clubs. As I'm we sorry. Know. We're we're trying to keep it positive. I know we're like. <laughs> I mean, we're trying so hard, but people were recording this in the middle of a pandemic, so we're allowed to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about the opposite? Could someone like face fuck you? Hang on, wait. My brain is trying to figure out what you're saying. So could someone like face fuck you? Like I don't know. I, like so, you getting a blowjob in a club that would be would be difficult. But how about giving a blowjob in a club? Much easier because all they have to do is pull their pants down. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm eye level. So yeah. They and can, then you just <laughs> drop your mouth and and then I there you go. Open my mouth and as I said a million times on this podcast, I cannot walk, but I sure as fuck know how to use my mouth. So <laughs> <laughs> I would be more than ready to give somebody an in club blowjob. And again, if that ever becomes real for us again, I'm down for that. Sign me up. Yeah. 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 Um. One of the other sex positions that I wanted to kind of explore was like, and it's not really a, a sex position, but it's like a position that pretty much every gay man does in every photo for anything sexy ever. It's them in like a jockstrap looking back at their own ass, being like, look at me, I'm so hot. And so like, I want to explore that image because first of all, have either of you ever done that? No. Oh, well, now, I mean, I, I did that idea with, like, no jockstrap. Like, I have a mirror ass pick, um, which yeah, is as naked as I'll ever do. Send me that later. Um, <laughs> but, no, so, you, so, so like, you've, you've done that photo, and so, like, that was pretty, sim yeah. pretty simple for you to achieve? Y uh, yeah. I mean, it was, like, spontaneous uh, in the mirror. I was, like, I don't always rarely like my body, but I was, like, huh. That ass is okay today, and so like yeah, I, I did the like turn like turn around like head over the shoulder, uh, yeah, and yeah, so it like took a couple minutes just to get one I liked and didn't think I looked gross. In. That image would probably take me if I just decided that I wanted to take this photo it would probably take me about an hour to do because I have to like get my shirt off, which is a whole thing. Like I have to take my I'd have to take my clothes off in sections and. For me to get my clothes off, I have to like lift my whole body up and like try to get my pants down. And like, this is assuming I have no help. The other <laughs> option is me calling an attendant worker and saying like, "Hey, um, listen, can you let me take a weird <laughs> sex photo that has no bearing on you at all? If you could just help me with that, that'd be great. Thanks." Well, I think so. With with n n no physical disability whatsoever, taking a picture of my own ass is like the hardest thing. Uh, like, I don't know how people do it. I I just I. I mean, they make it look yeah. so effortless. They like look at their ass, like mm, it's so great. And it's like, how did you get? How did that? What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like you pretty much. I I'm think, bendy. Are you bendy? I'm bendy. You have some really long arms. That's what I'm trying to show off to everyone. Hey, I can bend. Wow. Okay. Um, my number no I'm kidding so <laughs> so no like though that that kind of that kind of like freedom like to just take an ass pick yeah, isn't yeah. really something that I 
have access to. I mean, the, the image that I keep picturing in my head is like the dude, you know, you've seen them on the porn sites where the dude is like trying to entice you to fuck him, and he's like looking at his own ass yeah. through. What 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 site specifically? What, <laughs> like, can you send me the URL? <laughs> I'm looking. I'm thinking of like Cocky Boys or like any of those like big. Yeah. Se- even on Himeros, hi Davy Wavy. Um, like, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Like, it's it's yeah. become an imaging queer male culture that's like expected now, and it's just something that I can't do. Also, the image of like a dude and a jock on all fours. That's like, what I was just gonna say. Yeah, like that's so common, especially for like super bottoms. Like, here it is. Yeah, and like for me to get on all fours, I think my hips would dislocate, and I think my knees would really not like that very much i would probably crumple to the ground in pain it was not it's not a sexy position for me really so you you couldn't do the hey everyone on grinder my ass is up on the bed come everyone come fuck me i mean i could do like <laughs> i could do like lying <laughs> lying down listless unable to move paralyzed boyfriend picture i could do that like if that's <laughs> if that's a sex picture I got that at log. <laughs> I, I mean, I bet I bet lots of people I would mean, be into that. Actually, I feel like that actually might work. Um, so like, what other sex positions do you guys really enjoy doing? I'm a big fan of sixty-nine, and I I don't know whether um, yeah, I I think that's fantastic. Which which way do you do on your side? Like, are both people on their side or? Well, I'd be interested. And, and, and Andrew, is that is that is that position accessible to you? And and how would you navigate that? That's actually a really accessible sex position for me because, again, if I'm with an able-bodied partner, and for the most part I am, um, not that I'm against being with a disabled partner, but it's oftentimes much harder. Um, mm-hmm. So if, if my partner is able-bodied, they just move in the position they want me to pleasure them and i just gotta lie there and go okay cool great yep no problem <laughs> that's back to the open your mouth and pretty much just open your mouth and it's coming in now deal with it like and i'm more than okay with that <laughs> spell coming <laughs> c-u-m-m-i-n-g <laughs> okay okay i should have known uh i'm a big fan of like bo- both people on their sides what does that position look like so okay wait so you're okay so it yeah it's, uh, it's like a you're you're both lying on your side, but like head to dick, dick to head. Yeah, side lying for me would actually depending on what side I was leaning on. If I was if I was on my left side, it would be a lot more comfortable because I have hip contractures. So if I was mm. to go on my other hip, it would really hurt. But on my left side, like that's I'm typically in the fetal position, pretty much when I'm sleeping anyway. So to be able to suck somebody's dick, as long as I could reach, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. My, you like uh, again, like with sex. I'm like a little bit boring in terms of the position. Like, I'm really into missionary. Like, the the great thing about that is, and like me on my back, legs up. The the best thing about that rub is, it in you and your back legs up. Okay, let's let's just <laughs> let's just break down that part of the positioning right now. I can get on my I can get on my back, my legs up. Like, again, my hips would dislocate. Like, there's no way in fuck that I can open my legs up enough for anything to happen. Like, so, yeah, you can get my legs up, but you might also, like, hear some bones cracking in the middle of that sex play. So if you're you're cool with that, that's the position (laughs) I can access. 
Yeah. And no, you're absolutely right. Like even in that position, which I'm describing as like, okay, like that's, you know, missionary, that's kind of the, the vanilla one, but yeah, like you can move your legs and, or I would not even think about moving my legs in different ways during that process. Like you can push them all the way to your chest or you can hold them up or spread them out. Like, yeah. See, that's any of those positions for me, like pushing your legs up to your chest again, my, cause I have contractures in my, in my knees, which basically means that I am in a, I am in a 90 degree angle all the time even if i'm lying down and if you decided that you wanted to remove me from that 90 degree angle my body would be like fuck you the answer is no i basically my body is locked in a seated position and if you try to move that my body says no so like i've had i've had dudes that i'm fucking be like can i open your legs to finger you and i want to be like yeah sure that's super hot but inside i'm like oh god oh god my body's gonna fight me no no yeah yeah oh my god uh the the my my favorite thing about well there's a lot that I like about it you can look them in the eye which I like uh, I get to see and touch their arms which is very important to me uh, and they if they want to choke me they're right there okay two <laughs> things choke me harder yeah, yeah, yeah and and the arm thing it's that's a very accessible sex act for me I didn't know it was a sex act until you said it right now Ex- oh. explain and elaborate okay I. Um, like have this thing. I think it's and enough then that show I would your work. What I said, explain, elaborate, and then show your work. I <laughs> well, <laughs> I showing my work would be finding all the like big arm dudes that I've fucked. I like I like guys with either big arms or muscular arms. Even like uh, they don't have to be like giant, but like muscular arms like are a huge turn on. So yeah. like um, it, sometimes it's not like uh, if if someone's down and I feel comfortable asking them, like having someone. Like if I'm just like laying on the bed jerking off and having them like flex for me or like lift weights, like that's super hot. Oh, you're that um, bitch. Okay. I'm I that. get it now. All right. Um, or if like what's even hotter is if they're like on top of me fucking me and they flex while they're doing that. That's like. I love you and I support your sexual desires. I, however, do not have that desire. <laughs> it's it's really specific. I've had to find very. I've had to do a lot of digging in porn to find that uh, that specific niche of porn, but it's there. But if we're talking about accessibility, I can flex my non muscular arm for you, and maybe maybe you'll get excited. I don't know. There's there is part of it like having nice arms, but then there's also part of it that like I I weirdly am into like gross dumb like egotistical cockiness yeah, yeah but not in the cock way in the just so there's part of it just doing it is like like douchey bro move like at the gym thinking about how hot they are and there's something that's <laughs> i'm into about that i should talk to that with, with my yeah, about that with my that's a whole, it's a whole nother thing that's i'll also whole... say for kyle uh, a, a dude can go from a six to a nine by putting on a backwards hat oh yeah that's yep. true i would have sadly i i share a little bit of the douche love I know, right? <laughs> I'm really into it, but my thing is like, maybe I can dismantle their douchiness and show them how sweet and like attentive. Oh, girl, you can't change him. I mean, <laughs> it's a problem because I'm like, maybe I can like, maybe, maybe if I if they fuck the cripple, they'll, their douchiness will like go away. <laughs> you can fuck the douche right out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying. I've been doing my part. Me too. Okay. Me- <laughs> <laughs> we'll change the world together. Um, and so, Mike, so give me some of your like other. 
Well, so similar to the 69 thing, I, I, um, I, I definitely like uh, being either position of like one person on their back with their head over the side of the bed so that they can get face fucked by somebody standing over them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I, I know the standing part would probably not work out so well for you, but how, how, about, <laughs> how, about, how about laying on your back with your, 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 your head over the side of the, of the bed? That's actually a really accessible sex act for me because I was with somebody. They ended up being a douchey backwards hat bro. <laughs> actually, I, I fucked him and he wanted me to put my head over the bed. And actually, it was really good because I didn't have to think about keeping my head up. When you have disabilities like me, I have really limited trunk control. So I have to always think about keeping my head up. And if I'm doing something with a dick, I have to think about where my head is and is it okay? And also my breathing and my comfort level. So having my neck kind of over the bed was like, oh, I can just relax my neck now and he'll just shove his dick in. And it's kind of nice. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, uh, I, there are a lot of things that even I think about while I'm giving a blow job, like, 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 breathing and every now and then looking in their eyes and am I tickling the balls right but but you're describing then like all the other things even beyond that that you have to think about while you're still trying to like give a hot blowjob and I mean yeah that's the hardest part is like how do you make it hot while you're trying to think about your breathing you're trying to think about your positioning you're trying to think and you can't let you can't let on that you're like okay I just have to like triangulate my body to make sure all of these systems work together are you okay with that cool like that's that's not yeah. a part of the sex conversation usually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, one position that I wanted to bring up that I'm going like very aware is inaccessible um, is uh, like one person bent over a sink or a couch or a like so you're both standing and then like one person leaning down over it, the other person fucking them. Like that's one that I will do if I'm like getting fucked all over the condo. Um, Hot. When are we doing that? How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm openly flirting with you, and yes, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I expected nothing less. If you didn't, I'd be upset. I mean, right? I mean, with consent and love, and of course. So, but, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. For me, that that one is really access- inaccessible. Um, I guess if I ever bought him, if somebody was willing to like try that with me, it's something I would try. I think for people with, for people who do have the ability to stand and who may have other invisible disabilities that make standing kind of difficult. I think actually fucking over uh, a couch would actually be great because they could they could balance themselves on the using the couch. They could like find a comfortable position where they could get fucked and it wouldn't have to be um, it wouldn't be hard for them to do that. And th- I mean, there is a thing about like, you know, people think it's hot to like, oh, yeah, we had sex in the kitchen, like in new relationships. Everyone's like, yeah, we fucked in this place. Yeah, we fucked in our you know, parent, my high school bed or whatever. And, um, you know, just like, it it sounds like trying to go place to place is like, for you is like, okay, there's, we're gonna have to reset up now. Yeah. It's a whole process. Like I have to fuck in my bedroom, which is fine and it's okay. And like, predominantly I work with sex workers. So we know that routine really well, but I do have this fantasy whenever, whenever we're allowed to, you know, be in the world again of like, Mm -hmm. Corona is real, friends. I'm not going to not talk about it because it's a real thing and it's really happening right now. Um, But, like, you know, I I would love to get fucked in someone's apartment. I would love to get fucked, like, in someone's place that isn't mine. I'd love to, like, go to a motel and be a dirty whore. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so as, as somebody that does use sex workers, um, it, it, how is that industry doing through coronavirus? Like, is that also oh. closed for business like everything else? Or are people still out there offering their services? I've seen people on like the gay male sex app saying they're available now. I feel like... I understand the sex work is a, is a survival thing, and I understand that it's, you know, some people need it to live, and I get that, and I, I appreciate that. But I think it's important to recognize there are other ways to make that money to protect both themselves and the client. So my workers that I work with, like, we, we, we've known each other for a few years now, and I've said to, to all of them, like, I will fuck you the minute we're good to go, but we're not good to go right now, and I have to protect myself and I have to protect you and I'm not I don't want to do that so like you're awesome I prepaid for a bunch of sessions and the minute we're good to go like I'll be calling you but until then no yeah yeah something I wish uh gay people would do is like uh, right now like yeah you hooking up with people is like it's just risky so like if you're like you can still do hot things and have hot conversations and it can be fun like like in my mind I'm like you know what I should do is plan out like all the guys I'm going to fuck once we can go outside. And that'd be like hot to have those conversations and hot to like imagine that and, and like kind of wait and think about that, but you don't have to actually engage in anything yet. So you still get like conversations and excitement and and you get to like jerk off with each other and talk about it. Like there are things you can, but this is the trouble. This is showing kind of like how, how, how privileged we are and thinking that, oh, I'm just going to fuck and it's no big deal. And I, like, I, yeah. I've seen pictures of like really hot gay porn stars all together in a cuddle puddle. And it's like, you know, yeah, this is a hot photo, but is that really what we should be promoting right now? Probably yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe they could do like, like naked wrestling in a, in a vat of Purell. Do you think that would maybe, <laughs> is that okay? I feel like that would burn. <laughs> don't get it in your eyes. Yeah, don't don't ruin it, this for don't me. Don't get it up your urethra because, ow. Oh, God. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, don't sound with that. <laughs> oh, God. No, no. Um, Sorry, I take it back. No. Oh. Um, <laughs> another, so like some other sex positions that you guys see or like or have uh i mean doggy style uh oh usually i start out actually with uh well it's cowgirl but we're gay so cow fella cowboy person yeah (laughs) yeah so like that bull boy bull boy i kind of like that down abby is that (laughs) bull boy fetch me my bull Yeah. (laughs) uh yeah so that like especially being like a very tight like and and having to like work up to things like Hang being on. able to write. i'm just visualizing that for a minute let me just give me a second <laughs> let me just talk slower yeah we, yeah just a bit deeper just a little bit just i get on i finish eating my nutella <laughs> then i get on top of him <laughs> um no, but that's like for me a very important position because i'm in control i get to like get myself kind of worked up to it and like acquainted with his dick. Um, and, uh, and then we can kind of go from there and do other positions where I'm in less control where hopefully I'm in less control. Um, but cowgirl, cowboy, cowpoke, bull boy is an important one. Um, you know, and I, and I have been, I, I really wish sometimes that dudes that, cis dude specifically had a front hole 
because it would be way easier for me to access sex if we just had another hole for that. <laughs> I just like on more holes. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, I said. and I, I'm saying that very carefully because I don't want to sound like I'm, not, I'm saying something offensive. I'm being very careful how I say that, but I yes. do like, I do think that, um, you know, entering from the rear while it's hot, it can also be really inaccessible for a lot of disabled people to access the ass. Yeah. Yeah. Of a lover. Although I would just guess that getting ridden would be like your jam land. I mean, it's super hot. I'm down for I'm really, but also I mean, I'm like you though. Like I like to like look in my partner's eyes and sometimes when you're riding them, it's easier to do it from when they're not looking at you. So that's, that can be really unsexy for me if they'll be on top mm. of me, like enjoying my dick. And I'll be like, but I can't see you though. And I can't, yeah. I can't move my body to like, you know, cause if you're usually, if you're riding somebody, the other person can like come up to you and you can sort of see each other if yeah. you're able body. Yeah. Whereas I can't do like, I can't do that. I mean, I think it's only respectful if you're riding them reverse that you turn around and give them some eye contact every now and then. It's just polite. Emily Post wrote about that. <laughs> Pretty <What>? sure. <laughs> Did she? <laughs> no. I was going to say, I was like, was it a real thing that happened that I never no, heard about? No, no, Emily Post's Guide to Sexual Activity for Gay Men. Uh, no, uh, but I, I will usually start with, like, facing them, which, yeah, for the same reason, like, I think it's hot to, like, watch it while, like, you know, it's it's both I get to be in control and it's difficult for me to start off, and I get to see them being like, ooh, yeah. So... <laughs> Well, you got really excited about your own fantasy there. <laughs> I just came. Amazing. No. <laughs> um, Mike, do you have anything you want to counter, say, or add to that? Um, About reverse cowgirl po- poke bold, bold <laughs> kid? Like, yeah. Dude, dude horse, whatever, whatever it is. Dude I don't horse, know. I like that one. <laughs> um. Uh, I mean, I, I I agree, especially like if if you're if you're gonna bottom for somebody with a gigantic dick, like that's pretty much the only way you can start is like to have the bottom be the one that's in charge and uh, control how you get going. And if that wasn't accessible to you, that like I think that would that would that would really make things difficult. <laughs> I mean, that part is, but I I can't thrust. So like huh. I had you were talking about control, I can't. The the bottom with me, and I'm usually always the top because nobody's fucked me yet. Please make it happen, somebody. Um, <laughs> nobody's fucked me yet, so I don't know how that would feel. But as the top, I can't thrust my hips. So they're always in control because I just can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've heard you talk about, like, then people get to, like, just use your dick isn't there's part of that that is also not trying to diminish that like you know the fact that like that can't i really enjoy that three or four times during this conversation kyle has tried so hard to like not offend me and i don't care and it's cute that you're you're trying so hard to be respectful and it's fine don't worry i'm well in therapy you're supposed to validate people's feelings before you move on to your thing you've said nothing that i'm concerned about so go to town Cool. What try harder? (laughs) Speaking of going to town. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's part of it like that sounds like it could be hot. Like you, you're in control. Use my dick like a sex toy. I mean, basically though. But but also like, 
I do wish that I could thrust. Like, do the two of you, when you're topping somebody, you thrust, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that's just not something that I... I don't even know what that... I don't even know what it feels like to be able to thrust my hips into a dude, which is, like, really and truly one of the fantasies that I've had forever that I can't fulfill. And it's... I've tried... I've been with, like, sex workers that I wanted to thrust into, and I've said, can you let me try? And it's it's hilariously comical and almost a little bit sad because, like, they'll be sitting there on my dick ready to go, and I'll try to thrust, and I can't move my body. And it's like... Mm-hmm. So part of me feels like as a as a queer dude into dudes, I've somehow like missed something because I can't bring you that pleasure. Is is there any equipment that can help with that? Like like things devices you can use to in- increase your mobility that way? Is that a is that an option? I mean, I could get like something over my bed and I could grab it and thrust, but that's really weird when you're trying to fuck somebody. Like, excuse me, let me just grab my hoist and fuck you and like thrust myself into you that I don't know if that's super sexy or not you can't hop on Amazon and get a Thrustmaster 3000 or something and <laughs> I don't I, know what it would look like but I, I, I mean I kind of want to go on Amazon right now and see if that's real I don't know but <laughs> <laughs> but no like the idea of thrusting into a dude is very it's an iconic like gay sex thing and it's something and I've talked about it before on the show but it is something that I I get so jealous of other queer men who can do that because I just can't yeah yeah. Well, I'll do it for you as much as I can. How about that? Cool. I, it does help, but I'm gonna try. <laughs> I'm sure you're. I'm sure whoever you're fucking would love to know that you're doing it for me in the back of the, in the back of your This mind. is for Andrew. Yeah, this was for yeah, Andrew. Yeah. That <laughs> um, what other kind of sex? Like, what are what sex positions for the two of you? Because you're both seemingly able-bodied, as far as I remember. Um, right. Yeah. Um, what sex positions for you are not accessible? Um, I. It's less about like the position itself, and more about like I always wish being like super tight. I cannot just like get railed without a lot of work to get there. Um, which I wish like so I can't have just someone like come over like quickly. Fuck the me door is me. open. It's two a.m. I'm gonna. Exactly. Fuck, you can't. Who exactly. wants that anyway? No, 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 no. You have to fucking warm me up. I am yeah. not. No, 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 no. This girl deserves some. I want fucking dinner. I want to know your name. And I want to see you again after you around me. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. So that's. You don't want to know their name. <laughs> oh, I mean. No. I mean, uh, not really. But I mean. It doesn't matter to me. I want them like, to know my name. <laughs> Say my name, bitch. Um, uh, another one that's difficult is taking medication for depression unfortunately my dick doesn't always work like i want it to so sometimes topping is difficult or not possible for me especially if i either can't get hard or if it's difficult to come um or I, that combination or sometimes like anxiety that i have like is so heavy that like may also make it difficult for me to like get hard and top and that that kind of sucks i wish i didn't have that like barrier do you have, and I, I mean, this brings a really interesting conversation to like gay sex and masculinity and like male elder. And so I want to yeah. kind of broach it. Do you have like, with my disability, I have to have so much conversation about what I can do and what I can't do and like what might happen. And sometimes I get really overexcited and I come too fast and like, 
and you know then I feel shame about that with your sometimes inability to come or get hard because of the medication do you have a conversation with partners about like this is what I can and can't do well uh, partly sometimes I avoid that by bottoming like it it doesn't really matter at that point um or I, I've only now started to get comfortable with this. I mean, just actually because of the podcast that we do, like talking about these things, I've only become more comfortable being a little bit more open with people. So sometimes I will tell them and that helps alleviate the anxiety. Like in advance, like, hey, FYI, here's the deal. So like, you know, and that, do, yeah, that does help make me feel less shame about it, but it doesn't take it all, all the way away. No, totally. And then you can also be like, by the way, if you're really bad, you'll be an episode on my show. Thanks. Click. Bye. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, although I will say like coming too quick, like there, I actually, I like that. I've had guys that like, like, we're like, oh no, I'm like, they just start fucking. They're like, oh no, I'm about to come. And I was like, do it, do it. Like there's something that I'm like, I'm, it gives me confidence. I'm like, I'm so good. I'm so hot that it only takes you like that a you're minute. You're going to come in 30 seconds. Now. But also there's something hot about that because like it means we can go again. What are you so worried yeah. about? Like it doesn't mean you have to run in my house in shame right after that. We can do it again. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't realize there was such a wide variability in how long people have to wait for round two. Like there are some guys that like they come once and they're, they're good for like, like it's going to be three hours before they're going to be able to have sex again. Yeah. And um, I'm fortunate enough not to be one of those people. I can go again pretty quickly. Oh, I might. But there's, but there's a wide range in that, like a wider range than you might think. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, totally off the topic question, but I want to be a guest on your show again, because this is a fun conversation and we should figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Absolutely. I didn't realize it's, it had been that long since we last talked. Cause I was looking the other day and I was like, because you were on the first episode ever of, what would happen if you became disabled tomorrow which yeah has now i've spoken to like famous like really really famous people since then so you're the first you were the first yeah and like you know then dan savage and then like every porn star that i could think of and so like yeah. it's that's become a series on the show that i really i'm really proud of so and people really appreciated that first one i got i got four or five emails about that the people were like this is a this is one of the best episodes because oh. Oh. So, so you guys, thank you for that. Oh well, yeah, well, I appreciate you like inviting us and trusting us to have these and that difficult conversation. I'm glad I could pop that cherry for you. I mean, what other cherries <laughs> do you want to pop? I'm fully, <laughs> I'm quarantined and ready to go. <laughs> um, and so, Mike, what sex positions for you are inaccessible? Um. So I'm I'm sort of I'm stumbling over the word inaccessible because like uh, I have a difficult time reaching orgasm if I'm standing up, which is it's not because of disability as far as I know, but like it, it makes it makes like sex in the shower is really difficult for me because that's usually a standing position, um, and then like the one that we were talking about earlier of like being bent over a, a, a couch. If I was topping in that position, it would be really difficult for me, and it would probably still be difficult for me if I were bottoming. Um, so just like my 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 orgasms don't like it when I'm standing up. All right, um, I'm and I don't want to shame you, Mike, but I do. I have a question because I was thinking you're over fifty, right? No. Oh, I'm an asshole. Uh, no, you're not. You're not. I, I've been in quarantine, and so I've got this like old man grizzled beard thing going. <laughs> um, but I'm 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 forty one. Oh, I well, then I'm a huge asshole. I definitely thought you were older than that. Um, wow. 
So nope, I just have the hair for it. So okay, my question <laughs> is moot. I'm gonna move right on. Uh, <laughs> His gray hair. Yeah, if I get coronavirus, I'm probably not going to die if that's where you're going. <laughs> hey, I hope not. Um, Me too. Okay, so My what? Our podcast is very boring. I mean, I'm available if you need a, if you need a co-host. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Never mind, Mike. I don't really care that much then. <laughs> um, and so, what what other sex positions do you think would not work for you, Mike? Um. I mean, there's there's a lot of sex positions that involve like standing up or or you know weight in your legs, and all of those are they, they really don't work for me. Again, n- not because they're inaccessible, but because I it, they don't work for me. I don't know. Um, I'm still sort of struggling with the language there because I'm curious I, why. B- because it feels like I can do those things. I just don't prefer those things, and that's not accessibility. That's something else, or it feels like that's something else. That's fair. And I wasn't like asking you to put you on the spot. I was just curious, like, like where does the discomfort around that word come from? Oh, sure. My thought was like, oh, maybe that's internalized ableism. He doesn't realize, and let's talk about that. Mm. Oh no, I, I don't. I don't think so. I just, I, I don't want to label something as being inaccessibility if that's not what it is, and I, and I, I don't think it is. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the standing positions don't work. I think also a lot of the, like, what other gay positions do guys do that are, that I just can't, um, we haven't talked about eating ass very much. Let's go. I, I, I'm ready to go there. Let's go there. <laughs> um, that is super accessible for me in every sense of the word. I have to do nothing except open my mouth, which <laughs> I'm quite good at. And because I have... And I mentioned this on the show before. I have an athapodic tongue. I don't know. I don't think that's the right word. It's the kind of tongue that you get with cerebral palsy because of the muscle contractures. So my tongue is always tight a little bit. And so I can really do movements with my mouth that the average person can't do. So I'm really good at that. (laughs) That's like a a superpower. Attention, everyone. With hungry asses, basically, yeah. I, I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> I, that's another thing. Like, it's all doable um, for me. I just don't like. And if someone wants to like eat my ass, that's fine. Um, it's not a common thing that happens. Come in my... sit on my face is what I'm saying. Let and, me... <laughs> I I haven't reached the real the real ass eaters. Uh, good to know. You're you're, <laughs> you're missing so much out. Um, oh. Ass eating. Okay, what else do gay men do that's really popular right now? Um, uh, well, threesomes, spit roasting. That's my jam Um, I mean, I've done it. It's hard. It's really hard for me because, again, I, in a threesome situation, I ha- I recently had my second threesome with two of my sex workers. Not recently, like last summer. And it was hot, and they included me as much as they could. But it was really... It was really interesting to have two able-bodied men on top of you fucking and me going, oh, that's what able-bodied gay sex looks like. Okay. Like, it was really weird to be having sex with them, but also watching them, watching the mechanics of how they fucked and me going, oh, okay, that's how that works. Because my my disabled body doesn't, I don't understand, I don't do that. So to see, like, how seamlessly they like switch positions I was like oh this is it, it was hot but also yeah. I was super jealous because I was like I want to do that 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and porn, of course, is not a great representation of what actual sex looks like. So, yeah, that is interesting, like having two people right there in your room. Like literally on top of me as I was lying, as I was lying in like dead turtle position doing it, which is which, I mean, it was hot. But I do remember feeling like, oh, I want to like I, I wish that I could could do this. Like, yeah, the threesome was hot because they like they both knew me. They I'd work with them separately. And so they, and they knew each other. So like when we decided it was time for sex, they just threw me in the bed. And that was hot. Like that was <laughs> fun. And that, it was really easy to have two able-bodied lovers because I didn't have to do much. They just took, they took care of me, which is hot. But yeah. when it came to what can I do for them, how do I provide pleasure for these two really muscular men that are really only there because I'm paying them? Like, But I also wanted to ensure that they kind of enjoy themselves. So yeah. it, I loved it, but it was also, there was definitely a moment of like, oh, that's how able-bodied men do it. That's why like sometimes guys don't come over to my place because I can't do that. Yeah. Maybe maybe somebody could fuck you and then like uh then like I like, could fuck somebody else with your dick. Like you could be the lucky Pierre in the middle of the sandwich. Oh. I'm just trying to picture like my positioning of like where I would be cuz <laughs> I have no trunk control and I can't sit up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But maybe maybe if you, maybe maybe if you had somebody that was strong enough like like they could they could just sort of manhandle you that way and and then put you in somebody else. You know what I mean? No, I'm trying to picture what you're saying. So wait, so I would be, hang on. So like I bear hug you from behind and I'm fucking you. And then we, or I fuck somebody else with your dick because you're Oh yeah, okay, yes. No, I understand now. Hang on, that visual just got me really excited in a lot of weird, <laughs> weird ways that I, need to, that I need to process. But yes, when quarantine's over, call me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, something you said um, watching the sex workers have sex is... Uh, you're right that like changing positions is something that is almost expected from gay sex. And sometimes I don't like, I'm like, keep doing missionary. This is, but like, you're kind of expected. And then I do like, like go through at least three positions. And like you said, it's, you know, there's a little bit of like, okay, now I got to move now. How do we work this? But yeah, it's one more reason. Porn is bullshit. That just, that's so much work. <laughs> so much work it is so much work i really agree it is but like when i was watching the two the two sex workers do it like the the ease with which they like okay now we're gonna do this and i was like oh my god you guys are two fucking well-oiled machines you like know exactly what to how to do that whereas if i had to try it would be like okay we need to pause for 45 minutes and i need to figure out how yeah <laughs> like you yeah, know that meme absolutely. where the where the woman's like looking at the math problem trying to figure out that's how me <laughs> switching positions would be like I, I don't know if i can do that let's do the calculus of how this posi next position is going to work the calculus, calculus. <laughs> <laughs> ah, how did i not uh, it was right there self. it was it was right there um do you have any other final thoughts about gay sex positions and accessibility you want to talk about um, when I, like one of the things I like best about hearing from you, following you, your show is just continually reminding myself and, and being able to think about these things. So, um, you know, sometimes I also am like, man, I, I'm, you know, can't do this thing. Right. You know, I, I mean, it get hard. Oh, I, you like, and I, I feel bad about what I can, I can't or, or won't, uh, do, but it, it's always helpful to kind of hear additional perspectives and, what everyone else is going through and specifically what it's like for disabled people. Yeah. So I appreciate it. 
and I mean, I appreciate that you guys come on so readily when I ask you to come on. You're like, yeah, let's have a conversation and see where it goes. Like, I appreciate yeah. that you. Uh, so, congratulations on the success of your show. Like, it's it's oh. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. It's overwhelming, but uh, thank you. I mean, to know also that like you, you were using your voice to like make a change in the community, and you want to do stuff like this so that people. It also breaks down the idea that queer people can't talk about disability, and it breaks down the idea that ableism is something we can all talk about. That's honestly something that I um, like and have, in talking to you, I don't talk about disabilities. I don't, like, that is not something that is part of my regular life. So sometimes, like you said, like, I'm like, how do I make sure I'm not offensive or don't say the wrong thing? And part of it is just practice by saying it, having you here to be like, don't say that. And so now I've like learned and now I feel a little bit more comfortable having these kind of conversations and hopefully not fucking up too bad. I mean, I think it's important to remember that. I think I said this to you last time you were on, like you can, you can always fuck up. It's fucking up is sometimes really fun if you fuck up the right way. Uh, (laughs) But and since I learned from you, I've told multiple people like, don't say the H word. It's disabled. I mean, yeah, it is. Please don't say handicap, please. Um, I, so I've used that knowledge to uh, try to, you know, tell other people too. Mike, do you have any final thoughts? Um, I I think that I forget sometimes th- that I'm working from a position of privilege. Like I can get in my head about like I'm not having the best sex that I could, or I'm not having it often enough, or the things that don't work really frustrate me. And um, it, it's good I think to just remember that. There's there's a lot of privilege involved in living in this body, even if it doesn't work the way I want it to sometimes. And I should maybe appreciate that more. And I told you the last time you have a super hot voice, so <laughs> I mean you can pretty much do whatever you want with your body. But as long as you talk to me in those low dulcet tones, I'm here for it. Great. Plus, I'm hungover today, so I get like I am extra berry white after I've been drinking. Yeah, and... you really got you really ha- like. Can you just? Read me the phone book in that hot voice. <laughs> the sure, amount yeah. of fan mail Mike's voice gets <laughs> is annoying. I listen to the show for all the reasons that one should listen to Gage, but particularly also because I'm like, I really want Mike to fuck me with his voice. Can we, <laughs> can we figure and, it out, please? And, right. and hey, if that's what – you're not the only person to say that. And hey, if that's what gets people to listen, <laughs> I just need those downloads. <laughs> and now that I know he wants to fuck – someone else with my dick while bear hugging me i'm here for i'm here for that yeah that was a very specific (laughs) plan that you had yeah i feel like you've thought about that (laughs) (laughs) that was not just a random thought yeah um so how do people get a hold of you and how can they follow your work and how do they how can they reach out our website is gayishpodcast.com. You can get all of our everything off of there, uh, social media, etc. We're on every platform where you can get podcasts. Yeah, it's called Gayish, so you can search for Gayish anywhere, and then we do that. We talk about a different gay stereotype every episode, and you've been on one, and we will clearly need to have you back. Um, oh, don't worry. After I, hit, after I press off, I'm like, so, I just want to set that up. We got all this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, this was a great episode and thank you so much for coming on. And also we're in a fight. Uh Debbie Baby likes me better. Yeah. So yeah, I hate you. Okay. Cool. Fuck <laughs> you. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um no, but thank you so much for ha- for coming on today. I almost said for having me and then I realized whose show it was on. Um, <laughs> you're so welcome. You can have no, me whenever no. you want, the both of you. Um 
So yeah, thank you so much for for joining me today. And if you know of any gay, other gay, non-disabled people that want to explore this topic with me, send them my way. All right, we'll awesome. do. Thanks for having us. Really appreciate it. All right, thanks, friends. Bye. All right, friends, this has been another edition of Disability After Dark, the podcast feed shining a bright light on all things disability. I'm, of course, your number one queer cripple and your disabled Dick Smith host, Andrew Gerza. If you like what you heard today and you want to follow my work and find out more about what I do, you can head over to www.andrewgerza.com or you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Andrew Gerza. If you want to follow the podcast directly, you can head over to Twitter and punch in DisAftDarkPod and follow us there. If you want to contact the show with a show idea, a guest idea, a comment, or complaint, you can head over to your email and email us at disabilityafterdark at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to this latest edition of Disability After Dark, and we'll be here to shine a bright light on more things really soon. Thanks, everybody. Copyright Notice Disability After Dark was presented, created, and produced by Andrew Gerza and Crippled Content Creations. Music was by Music by Space Robot Scientists. Any and all materials, including graphics, audio recordings, and music recordings, are property of the owner and cannot be used or distributed without express permission. Copyright Notice 2020